And when he's all powerful, it's not that he is, he has all power compared to a magistrate or an army. He, he is all much more, it's, again, it's an immeasurable power. It, is a limitless power. It can't be. It can't be defined. Really, it's it's uh, it, it it is in, it's an infinity. Each of them. You know, you might almost say he's infinity present. He's infinity knowing. He's infinity powerful. Many people have heard someone in church say that God is omnipresent, omnipotent, and omniscient. But what do these three attributes actually mean, and how do they impact us? This week, Keith Holloway, senior director of missions development at World Challenge rejoins Gary Wilkerson to define and explore these three characteristics of God. Before we join them though, we want you to have access to weekly biblical encouragement. Our 86 second devotions are a great regular reminder of God's goodness. You can sign up at worldchallenge.org. We would not be able to create these resources without generous listeners like you. Please consider donating to Power the Mission and make World Challenge resources like this devotional and podcast possible. And now, here's Gary. Gary Wilkerson here with the Gary Wilkerson Podcast, and I am with my dear friend, Keith Holloway. I think we're gonna have to change the name of this podcast to the Gary uh, Keith Podcast because you've been with me so much and I'm enjoying every single minute of it. We have been talking about the divine nature of the Romans, uh, chapter one, that is divine attributes have been made known to us. You were kind enough, Keith, to walk us through uh, some of those ways that they're known through creation, through scripture, through the Holy Spirit, and through Christ, his divine nature, uh, manifest in the incarnation and living among us and his death, burial, resurrection shows us the knowledge uh, of God. And uh, so we have been trying to talk about the partic particular attributes of God, and we just sort of get stuck in, in uh, speaking about the splendor and the majesty of God. And last week, if you missed last week's episode, let me encourage you to stop here. I hate to tell anybody to stop listening to us, but stop here and go back to last week. And I want you to get that to, because uh, we talked about the high view and the low view of God. I think that's extremely important and that will help feed into what we're going to be talking about today. The, to, to Today, if we reach our goal, we'll be talking about, um, we'll be listing some of the attributes of God and then we'll be uh, to some degree defining the attributes of God. And if we have any time left over, We'll talk about how that impacts our daily life, how those things are practical in nature. They're not just intellectual pursuits of some kind of wisdom that makes us sound smart. These are things that transform our lives. You know, World Challenge exists. Uh, part of our mission statement is to uh, bring to see lives transformed through the message and the mission of Jesus Christ. And so this podcast here is, is doing that. Uh, just before we start about the thing, let me read a few things. Uh, Frederick Farber, um, a poet and a songwriter, says, Oh, to sit and think of God. Oh, what a joy it is to think the thought, to breathe the name, earth has no higher bliss. I think that's part of what we're doing here is to, is to, to think of God, uh, to, uh, to breathe in his name. So we're not just uh, giving intellectual definitions of these things. We're breathing the name of God. You spoke last week of uh, Yahweh, the, the 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 name of God, the that they and if I'm right, that was I am, right? Mm -hmm. I am. And so, in mm -hmm. I looked at that a little bit this week as well, and I noticed in the English uh, translation of the New Testament, when we read the word Lord, uh, it it actually is the the English word for I am. And and I, so this past week, I've been reading scripture, and every time I read the word Lord, uh, I'm reading I am, and it and it kind of brings a little bit of it brings quite a bit of different take on on, on scripture. You know, the, you shall love. I am, 
with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. It's, uh, it's, it's you shall love the fullness, the, the, the weightiness, the, the high view of God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. And so I encourage that. One other thing, too, is we've been reading A.W. Tozer together, and Tozer says, to our questions, God has provided answers, not all the answers, certainly, but enough to satisfy our intellects and ravish our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, theology, which is not meant for the um, ivy-covered uh, halls of uh, of uh, theology, but uh, of, uh, theology is is the knowledge of God and the knowledge of the holy uh, to know Him, and, that, and this this should ravish our hearts. So, so as we list some of the revelatory aspects of God that He has so lovingly wanted to make known to us, we're doing it to have our hearts ravished, to have our our our, our minds enthralled, to have our will engaged in becoming all that God wants us to do, to, to get away from a man-centered gospel and a man-centered life, to glorify God, to, to make us small and God big. And we can't do that just by willing it into being or you know, clicking our heels together three times and saying, you know, God is big and God is holy. Uh, as we know him through his revealed nature, character, attributes, we, we all of a sudden we are we are, our breath is taken. We, we are immobilized. We are, woe is me, like we talked about in the past, Keith, uh, Isaiah. So um, any, before we get into the attributes, any introductory thoughts on your part, or do you want to just dig right into what you see as some of the attributes? Yeah, I'd just like to say that, you know, I've been encouraged, and I'm hoping that others will be encouraged, that this is not just a theological talk. Uh, this is not the ramblings of uh two guys that uh, theology is part of our profession or occupation. But really, you know, the Bible speaks of the work of the intellect. You mentioned Tozer just then that uh, the revelations of God, of himself, of who he is, is enough to satisfy the intellect. I'm glad he didn't stop there and say, but it will also ravish the soul. If we'll take the time, uh, especially now when most of us have time, to, to do three things the Bible speaks about the intellect of man is one is to remember, second is to muse, and the third is to meditate. Uh, and that's work for most of us, that's work. But we need to remember what the scriptures have said. We need to think deeply beyond the casual thought. We need to think very deeply about uh, these topics that we're discussing, uh, the foundation points we discussed the last few weeks, and then to meditate, uh, to find ourselves thinking deeper, thinking longer uh, about him. Because the more we know him, the more we're going to know ourselves. The more we know him, the more confident, the more faith-filled we'll be during our times of trouble, times of trials. Um, And right now especially, there's uh, so many that uh, are wondering and and we're finding even some of the faith of the of the church is being shaken um, that is why it's i believe that god led you to do this at right this time so that we could elevate our thoughts and work harder in the sense of applying ourselves more fully gary to these uh attributes because uh this is god that we're talking about and if we know him then we the bible says that the people that know their god shall do exploits We'll be able to not just survive, but we'll be able to thrive. And that's really our heart for ourselves as well as for uh, all of those that are listening today. Oh, powerful, powerful. There there are um, 
when you talk about the attributes of God, some say, like I, I read one uh, writer said that uh, in Revelation, when it talks about the seven spirits of God that you know, flow from his throne, this writer says there are seven attributes of God. He lists seven. Uh, others add another. They say eight. Some say tw uh, 15. Uh, we've been reading Tozer together, and he says there's, he lists, I don't know if he says that, but he lists 22 in the index of his chapters, 22 different attributes. Um, there, there's, I read from uh, Faber, uh, one of his songs earlier, and here's, here's another one. He calls it God of a Thousand Attributes. Which I'm kind of inclined more towards that one. Like it's just, uh, and I think when we get to heaven, we're going to go, oh, it was a billion. I didn't, you know, because there's so much more uh, to God. And then uh, Charles Wesley's uh, wonderful song is "Glory, Thine Attributes Confess, Glorious and All, Numberless, uh, Numberless. They, they are uh, uncountable. We, we not only do we know. Uh, so here's here's God's attributes, and we know, as we talked about two weeks ago, the hem of His garment. Uh, and we, we, but not only do we know just a little bit of each attribute, we don't know all the attributes. They, I think they are numberless. They are, uh, but thank, thankfully, he's given us a number of them so we can study. Again, the theology of God is the study of God to know Him. And so, um, you throw out a few, and I'll throw out a few, and then let's talk talk about how we might define them. Um, list, list uh, give me three uh, attributes of God. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the easy way. Okay. I would say the majority of people will know the omnis. The omnis, yeah. There's normally three of those, right? Is it normally three? Uh, I believe primarily three. Kind of yeah. stop three. I, I wish we could go omni other things too. Maybe we'll try to do that a little bit, like omni justice, like which is not usually. Okay, what does what does omni mean? The theology. If you and I start conjuring up our own terminologies here, but uh, your point is made. All, uh, omni uh, means all. And so when you think of these three attributes of God, the omnipotence, that is that God is all-powerful. Omniscient is all-knowing and omnipresent. That means he is all-present. He's present everywhere simultaneously. So those three are, I don't want to say the basics, but those three, I think, are the three that are probably best well known. Yeah, yeah. And uh, let's get into those three uh, briefly, just here in a moment. But before you do, the word "all" there is important to take a moment and give, give it a little as a song. Say, "Selah." Pause. Think about this for a minute. His all is different than our all. Like, uh, like uh, when I watch a football game, I might look at the team and go, "Man, they're all in." Uh, but that's different than all of God. Like, or uh, you're you're always committed to the cause of the gospel. Well, that's different than the all of God. It's it's a it's it's not a measurement. When we say the word all, it, it's it's not a measurement because God is one of His attributes is He's immeasurable, and so um, all for us might be on a scale of one to ten. It might be ten. God cannot be. He's inscalable, and so when He is omnipresent, when He's everywhere. We might think of that he's everywhere we know where is, as we define creation as where God exists beyond that, right? He is all even outside of that. He exists in realms that we have never even dreamed or imagined existed. So, or when he's all powerful, it's not that he is, he has all power compared to a magistrate or an army. He, he is all much more, it's again, it's an immeasurable power. It, 
is, is a limitless power. It can't be, it can't be defined really. It's, it's, uh, it, it, it is, in, it's an infinity, each of them. You know, you might almost say he's infinity present. He's infinity knowing, he's infinity powerful. And so that, I just wanted to talk about the omni is almost a, it sounds like a word too big to describe any nature character, but it's actually too small uh, to describe God, but it, but it does us some good to think in those terms, even though the Bible doesn't actually use those terms. So similar to not using the word Trinity, we know through study of scripture that the Trinity is real and exists and is very biblical. And so those three uh, starter words are, are very biblical and real and helpful. Uh, can you go into a little bit more of what each of the three are? Yeah. Uh, the reason I was smiling so much is that it's, uh, it's a little humorous that the, the cre the creature is trying to describe the creator and right. you see we're 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 doing the best we can with what we've got yeah. but uh it, god is indescribable so how do you describe him yeah. and he is he is all period so how do we describe all so it's a real task and and it even that i feel i was laughing a little bit listening to you because i felt like how could i do any better than what you did because uh, the limitless is only limitedly known by us, the limited, right. and uh, it's uh, it starts to be one of those kind of mind bogglers. Uh, yeah, that word, that word, all just is, you know, it's, it's indescribable to our human mind. You know, so it's like I might have, uh, I might have all of the, I might have all of Paul Simon's albums. I don't, but I might. You know, uh, but so the word all there is limited. It's like, you know, 20 of them or like I have uh, uh, I have all the commentaries of Matthew Henry, you know, but, but it's limited. So when we say the word all, it's different when we're describing God. It's, it's unlimited. It's it's infinite. You know? So when you think about power, like it's it's not like there's no stopping it. It's 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 just beyond. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so you know we're we're limited in uh, in, in our uh, understanding comprehension, even of his limited uh, revelation. He's self-limited himself to only reveal enough of himself, not all, but enough of himself that we can know him. And yet, what we know of his limited uh, self-revelation, uh, we have difficulties uh, describing it. And we describe it from a human perspective. We don't know any other language. Uh, and that's why in the Bible you find a lot of times when there were uh, dreams or visions, or revelations, the writer would say it was like a glassy sea. It was like fire from heaven. Uh, that word like is trying to take something that's difficult to describe, maybe even impossible from what the eye has seen, the mouth can't really verbalize it in a clear and decisive, uh, decisive way. So these terms are, I say these terms are man's terms uh, that are best used to best describe our understanding of his revelation of who he is. So, yeah, uh, so all present, like you said, he, when we think all present, we think he's everywhere in our world simultaneously. We don't think of him being all present in the sense of uh, all present everywhere there is aware to be present. Um, and so we do, we just think in terms of our, uh, our limited uh, existence here on earth. But uh, these are terms that 
should speak comfort and confidence to our hearts that he's not a God that's uh, sitting off somewhere. He's not one that like, you know, in the Bible, they said that maybe he's asleep or he's on vacation. No, he's an ever present help in time of trouble. Uh, His presence is what brings significance to us. It gives us a perspective of life. It gives us a comfort in knowing that our lives are encompassed by this all present and almighty uh, and uh, all knowing God. Uh, so the omniscience, this all knowing, again, again, it's difficult to explain, but he knows everything. The Bible uses earthly uh, examples, I would say, that he knows the number of hairs on your head. Now you uh, you think, wow, okay, but when you think and stop and think about that, that is saying that God is intimately acquainted with you. He he knew you before you were, and he wonderfully and powerfully, uh, supernaturally created you, and uh, he knows your workings, and um, so it's just uh, it's fascinating. And again, to bring that kind of big, wide, broad terminology down, it's really just saying that God is present. He is a loving God. He, he knows you, and he knows me, and he's here with me. And even when I don't know, he knows. And, and uh, I have to find I, – I, uh, I wrote a little comment here, Gary, about uh, that uh, the human intellect – can only comprehend God so far, and uh, you would, and that's true. The human intellect can only comprehend God so far, but faith can take us even farther. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that's what a wonderful thing. So people today who have a relationship with God through Christ, that you know, our intellect. Let's think of Him. Let's meditate. Let's muse. Let's contemplate these uh, wonderful attributes. But then let faith. Arise. Uh, the people of God live by faith and not by sight, not by the natural. So we're not limited. So faith even takes us farther uh, to believe when intellect says don't believe. Uh, when the intellect says I can't comprehend, faith says uh, I'm going to move past that. And it's just a it's a it's a trust from us to him. And we can trust him because uh, lastly, the omnipotence. He is almighty. He's all powerful. Any power that is comes from him. Any power that's displayed is his power. Uh, we are powerless of ourselves. We're powerless in ourselves. Uh, some trust in man, some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God because he, he is all of these divine attributes that we've ascribed to him uh, that mean something to us today. Understanding God's character is a vital step toward deeper faith in times of trouble. As we learn more about our Father, we have the chance to rest in His wisdom and purpose for our lives. This episode was written by Rachel Schimitz. Our producer is Chris Wigginton with audio and video production by Aaron Gale. Each week, this podcast reaches thousands of listeners. This critical work is made possible by the generous contributions of individuals like you who believe in World Challenge's mission. Thank you for listening and supporting. The Gary Wilkerson Podcast is brought to you by World Challenge, transforming lives through the message and mission of Jesus Christ. Join us next week as Gary and Keith continue their discussion on the character of God.